0: And welcome into another episode <laughs> of Farm to Fame. I am Kelsey Wingert. That is Peter Moylan. That is Maddie Mass. And for the fourth time in the past few months, none of us matter.
1: None of us matter. <laughs> what you were going with that? I was trying to work out what we've done four times. What have we done four? I times?
0: think it's been four times that none of us have mattered. Now we welcome Braves Ashland.
2: Hi, guys.
0: Hey, Ashlyn. We were roomies for the all-star yes. trip.
1: The what? Sorry? Mm. For,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, we have Ashland on here today because uh, she really keeps up with college baseball. That's This girl has like 27 different podcasts. Uh, the one you probably know if you're listening to this podcast is Mansplain Baseball Elsewhere. Um, she does so much stuff um, for John Boy Media and just in sports, but college baseball is one of her focuses, and if you're listening to this uh, right now, college baseball has started Hi. today. Like it starts Wednesday
2: or Thursday. Starts Thursday, so okay, so we're getting you ready. Yeah, day up uh, or day before, you're being ready.
1: So I saw you. You tweeted out the price of tickets for yeah games coming up. That's insane. That they're, they're cheap.
2: It's so cheap, and that got some legs. Got some attention. I've got a lot of people sending me like, oh. You know, this school costs $3. This school – there's tons and tons and tons of baseball programs that are free. Like, just right. come watch their game. They don't care. They're not going to charge you. Yes. The most expensive ticket I found was Stanford, and it was, like, 15 bucks. Wow.
1: Well, wow. California. Right? Yeah, exactly.
2: It's incredibly cheap. I'm going down to um, Birmingham Southern this weekend, and they're actually – they're D3 school, but they're ranked. Like, they're pretty good. And their tickets are six bucks and kids under 13 are free.
1: Should we get into this now? Or, cause I'm going to ask a lot of questions about college and D3 okay. and all the rest of it. Do you want to, we want to get into this now or should I save my question for later? Well,
0: let's save your question, but write it down so you don't okay. forget it. Cause that's the I'm worst. It, down.
1: it is the worst. Yeah,
0: okay. it truly is. Um, yeah. We just want to chat, chat some ball with you. I'm excited to get into some names you want us to look out for and talk about some guys who are probably going to see in the draft next year. Uh, yes. that's something that we'll probably do more of this upcoming season on our podcast is is keep you up to date with more so with the draft leading up to it we have so many good high school players in georgia it's like unbelievable that's why i'm out to a baseball shirt because high school baseball starts this week baby first games on friday
1: high school too wow
2: go bucks yeah baseball is here it's here Mm-hmm.
1: okay so people can get their fix right people can get their absolutely fix that it, but that's that's only going to suffice people for so long No, no offense to everybody but we need to get this other thing sorted out
0: quickly. nobody needs nobody needs major league baseball to come back anymore because we have the warehouse games and game <laughs> one that came out <laughs> was phenomenal and the oh my gosh first of all the editing team this looks like an actual regional broadcast like it is an eight camera shoot. I had an IFB as the sideline reporter, which is an earpiece so I can communicate with Chris Rose and Joes up in the booth, Chris Rose and Joes. Um, <laughs> it, it was like, there were press conferences. I mean, we had umpires, this was like a serious um, event and the, the production awesome. looks like an actual broadcast and it's, mm. just, it's the games were so good. Like it was an actually a really good tournament and they were playing for $10,000, which was a surprise.
1: I loved to, I know I wasn't there and I have the worst case of FOMO in the history of mankind, but I watched last night. I was (laughs) Jimmy got so mad Mm -hmm. so early (laughs) in that game. I was like, he is so competitive when it comes to this thing. I was loving every second of that. It was hilarious. Oh, you just wait.
0: But we have a lot to talk about today, guys. (laughs) First of all, Maddie. Hello.
1: Hey.
0: How are you? that's the first time <laughs> we've
1: spoken again yeah really. hey that's okay do i'm that. good we do that man i'm sorry
0: great hey what's the <laughs> you got one of my signs what's yours say back over your shoulder uh oh this should be good
3: we had a friend come over around mm. christmas and changed it so it says uh, jingle my bells season season spelled s z n but something oh. Jake
0: would have hanging in his condo, I think.
3: Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> awesome. I'm sorry I asked. Um. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. First of all, some news came out this week that Major League Baseball proposed to cut minor league players from, what is it, 180 to 150. This is after they eliminated how many teams last 40. season? Mm-hmm. 40? And then now they're asking for each organization to essentially eliminate 13 playing jobs. Peter, I know you've been uh, pretty vocal about this uh, uh, talk. Go.
1: I just hate it. I hate every bit of it. I really do. Uh, I just don't understand what they're trying to do. It doesn't help anybody up. We're trying to build the game and by eliminating teams i guess maybe they build the quality of the games but i i just don't i just don't understand the the, the reasoning behind it I, I i never have and i need someone who's smarter than me to explain the benefits of it to me
0: so i wonder if they're trying to cut all of the rosters down to 26 man rosters like there are in major league baseball
1: but what's the what's the why what's the what's the reason why I mean, no no I one's been assume... able to tell me what they yeah. like. Um, normally, yeah, they give a it. reason.
0: I would yeah. assume that they're going to say that they can pay guys more if there's fewer guys to pay.
1: They can pay guys more anyway. Well, this duh. Is we point. know that. Yeah, <laughs> everybody. They think that no one thinks that. You know, they they. I don't understand how they don't look at what the general public thinks, and they just think that we're just going to overlook this. And and it's just it's just strange.
0: Well, Maddie retweeted um, Joe DeMeo, who has a Mets podcast and he works with SNY um, covering the Mets, but yeah. he tweeted every organization removed two or three minor league teams prior to the 2021 season. So two to three minor league full teams, right. every organization, the MLB draft was shortened from 40 rounds to 20 rounds, 20 rounds eliminated. And now MLB wants to have the right to remove another 30 minor league players per organization organization that equates to 900 players um and he said the worst way to grow the game is to get less people in
1: that's exactly my point that's exactly my point like it's 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 de-incentivizing is that a word
2: Mm. yeah it is now
1: it Mm -hmm. is now the incentive for people to strive to be a baseball player like even just to sign a, a professional contract is a big deal for a baseball player. And so right. you've given a lot of people an opportunity to fulfill a dream. Mm-hmm. Some guys make it, some guys don't, but at least they've been given an opportunity and they, you know, now you're going to give even less people that opportunity. And then you're not going to find some diamonds in the rough that come through. Like every team has that a 50th round draft pick that all of a sudden gets to rookie ball and figures it out, starts raking or starts throwing a hundred and shoots up to the big leagues and you never have those guys if you shorten the draft you never have those guys if you don't have these teams it's like mm-hmm. there's they're, they're shortening the pool of which they're going to be able to select from I don't get it yeah,
2: yeah it's already like 0.5 percent of high school baseball players make it to play professional baseball or make it to the major league level so that's that's half of one percent. And you're just dwindling that number down even more.
1: That's where I think that you know scouting is still so important because the the people that are that are really still into it, they still travel to games. They still go to every single game. They try to see as many games as they possibly can. You know, they they never get sick of watching baseball games, and they they don't have guys fall through the cracks because they're not. There's not just the guys that can afford to go to the travel balls, and like that's the other thing that's crazy in this country is the amount of like I was at. I was at a high school the other day and these kids play high school, but they also play travel ball. So they're getting so many different voices in their heads. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like, how do these kids even compute it all and then still function to be able to play baseball? It's just, there's so much baseball.
2: The travel ball world's insane. My daughter's seven and most of her counterparts in softball are playing year round softball.
1: It's ridiculous. and baseball, wow.
2: you know, the same, if not crazier.
1: Yeah. It's yeah.
2: It's an insane world.
1: And here's the thing, right? Here's the crazy thing. I would normally say, oh, well, there's, you know, there's more than one way to get to the big leagues. Look at, look around. You know, there's been plenty of ways to get there. But I don't know if you don't play travel ball, if you're going to get the amount of games that you're going to need to be able to compete with the kids that are going to be going to the big leagues because they've been playing seven days a week since I was 10.
2: Exactly. It's it's a huge thing that you have to take into account. I've told Harper, like, we got to kind of figure out if this is going to be your thing. Cause if it is, we got to jump in travel ball because if not, when spring rolls around for just the regular season, you will absolutely be behind or like the kids mm-hmm. who want to play, you know, just play softball or baseball for their high school. They're at, they're so far behind the kids who are playing year round for five years before they get to high school.
1: Nuts. Yeah. Absolutely nuts.
2: Okay. Everybody feel good about
0: that topic?
1: Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I don't love it, but I could talk about that for hours. Seriously, It's because
2: fascinating. I just...
1: It really is. And they pay, like, I was talking to a guy the other day, and and these kids pay, like, five grand. They get three unis. They're like... Oh, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, I used to rock up in shorts and just dick around. These guys Mm. are, like, having big league practices at 10.
0: Okay. Second topic of our opener that I know Peter will also be excited about. Golly is Ryan Zimmerman is retiring after a 16 year career with the Washington Nationals
1: legend he was the first draft pick first one pick that again he was the first guy picked as the nationals when they became wow. when montreal became the washington nationals he was their first ever draft pick then he goes on to just do all kinds of amazing things including opening day opening night at nationals park in 2008 which happened to be again that i was pitching in where he hit a walk-off which became one of the most viewed videos of all time in nationals history and it's on every promo video so i like to think that we shared a moment in history ryan and i and i've talked to him numerous through other people actually a few times about that moment and I think it's cool to have shared that moment with him even though I was on the receiving end of a great moment for him yeah it was still awesome like it was good to be part of it honestly and
0: you know Brian Zimmerman like he was the man he, he gets buried in the in the Harpers and the Sotos and the Strasbergs, the Scherzers I mean they you know they've had some big names come through there but like mm-hmm. he was the guy the
1: there um, yeah.
0: and I think a lot of people might forget just what kind of player he was in those prime years
1: and he was a great third baseman before he became a first baseman too and a great guy like every person that's ever had any kind of interactions with him is he's the nicest human being around but he just he crushed me a few times
0: mm-hmm. yeah maddie can you look <laughs> up the stats against
1: uh i mean <laughs> i just i already said <laughs> him i said in the fucking video now you got to a shot. Gosh, yeah. You did this. you did this a lot. I think he got me a lot. I think it's like
0: it should be good then
1: at least 500.
3: He is the highest OPS of any player that you've pitched against. All
1: right, guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on, let me hear
3: it. It's Come a 500 on. average is yes. yes. he went oh, seven I, for 14. I don't do it. Only knew the it. one homer. Only the one. Well, there's not. There we either.
0: go. You got him, Pete.
1: He can't, what he I'm can't
0: get it out of the park off you. No, sir.
1: Nope. I think the average exit <laughs> velo was about 107, too. So it wasn't like he was getting any cheap hits. It was, God, it was fun to watch.
0: Dude, at 36 <laughs> home runs in 2017.
3: There is one player with a better average. Do you know who that is? How many at bats? Seven. Hmm. So four, four for four for seven but you struck him out twice only extra base hit is a double no i, I don't there's too many there's too many people i've faced that many times alfonso Soriano. alfonso really so i think i got
1: him in a couple of big situations that's why i have good memories against facing him but isn't that funny how i've blocked out all the
3: ones where he probably
1: <laughs> did <well> against me. <laughs> no nah, he never got a hit off me
3: Pujols <laughs> cool is two for seven. So you're bringing his career average down. So that's... Uh, oh, yeah. You're
0: one mm-hmm. of the ones that dropped him below 300, hundred.
3: Yeah. am sorry.
1: Well, look, if, if we both play next year, then he's a chance to get back over. Drop me.
0: <laughs> All right. Before we dive into our college baseball news, we do want to tell you guys about Tops because they were big news um, out of the sports collectible world. So Tops recently announced that they're going to be auctioning a one of one Tops 1952 Mickey Mantle card NFT on OpenSea. So that'll be on March 1st at 1 p.m. Eastern. And if you're not familiar with OpenSea, it's an NFT auction platform and people can make bids to win like highly prized NFT collectibles and stuff. So um, it's like I said, it's a one-on-one. It's a stunning recreation of the classic Topps baseball card, complete with a video of historical imagery and memorabilia that showcase and celebrate Mickey Mantle's legacy. Um, It's the first featured collectible in the Tops Timeless series. It's That's a new collection. We've talked about it before. Um, that's celebrating the company's most iconic baseball cards through exclusive premium, one-of-one one NFT collectibles. The auction kicks off on March 1st at 1 p.m. Eastern. If you're interested, it's going to be live for three days, ending at 1 p.m. on March 4th. And any bid placed in the last 10 minutes of the auction will extend the auction by an additional 10 minutes. So I guess this could really go on for a while. But... For more information on this historic release, make sure you guys visit Topstimeless.com.
3: And Kelsey, this is the 1952 Mickey Mantles, like known as the prize collection of baseball cards. I'm oh. um, obviously physical copy compared to NFT, but a PSA 9, not a 10 even. PSA 9 of this specific card sold for $5.2 million recently. So Holy I'm curious smokes. to see what this NFT gets up to for tops.
0: Dang. Oh, I wonder what, like, what the difference is, the drop-off yeah. in price between, like, an original card and an NFT. I'm
3: curious. But the
0: fact that this is a one-on-one. Woo! Should we first do, like, have you do a quick overview of, like, quick hitters, called, like, Texas is number one. I mean, just, like, random. Sure. Absolutely. To get Peter... Um, giving him a little bit of information about college
2: baseball. Thank you. Absolutely.
1: And our listeners.
2: The season starts this week, but conference play, so your ACC, your SEC, Pac-12, Big 12, Big 10, all those guys, the smaller conferences, they don't start until like March or so. So before now you have – it's typically your smaller schools, your out-of-conference stuff, getting ready, everybody getting in the feel of things – but there are a couple of, like, really good matchups that happen pretty early on that kind of give you a good look at what the college baseball season is going to look like. Like you said, Texas is number one this year. They are an absolute monster, which, I mean, Texas is a baseball state anyways. All their teams are always pretty yeah, good. Baby. Yeah, we are. Yeah, but the Longhorns are – They're a hulse this year.
1: Have they been good? They haven't been good for a while, right?
2: Well, they made it to Omaha last year. They made it to Omaha last year. They would have – okay, the way the bracket was set up in Omaha last year, Mississippi State and Texas were on the same side of the bracket. So, they actually had to play each other twice before they got to the finals. And had that not happened, I believe Texas would – or not, I believe. Texas definitely would have gotten further than what they did because those two games between Mississippi State and Texas – were some of the best games of the college world series last year. Wow. So Texas was just a few hits away. Yeah. I mean, it, they were, they were really good and they're going to be really good again this year. They have some guys coming back, like Ivan Melendez, the Hispanic mm-hmm. Titanic. He's coming back. Um, He was drafted by the Marlins, but he's coming back for this year. Do you know what round he went in? I don't. Was it like early
0: rounds or I would imagine not. Cause I would imagine I was say,
2: it wasn't, there was a, I'm, he dropped for, like a little bit further than they expected him – where they expected him to go because he dh primarily last year. He played like okay. six games, seven games at first base or something like that. So his defense wasn't – like his numbers weren't really there. But it's because he, he just didn't really have the practice, you know. So he decided to come back, improve on that stuff. I'm sure he'll be playing first base because um, Zach Zubia is gone. So he'll be playing first base. Those guys – Last year was kind, was like Omaha or bust. And, and I mean, they got there. But yeah. this year, it's like they, they, they got to win it. They got to they gotta get to the finals for sure. And they yeah. they could. They really could. Preseason, polls don't mean a lot to me. But they are number one for a reason. And then yeah. behind them, you've got like four SEC teams. I don't mm. know the exact order.
0: But it's Arkansas number two, Vanderbilt 20. number three, Mississippi State four, Ole Miss five.
2: So, um, we, the, we, you know, they claim me too. The SEC has eight of the top 25 schools. Wow. So Heck yeah, we do. Exactly. We, then they claim <laughs> us. We are, I, I, I'm so excited for the SEC tournament this year. It was great last year. I'm really excited to go see it again it's this year. It's so fun going to that tournament. Oh my it's, gosh. It's so fun. It's all day. It's like, you can go and sit and watch baseball from 8am till 11pm mm-hmm. and Like, you don't have to leave. It's awesome.
0: Are there any of those teams that you really like out of those four?
2: That's probably how I go. I might swap Vandy and Mississippi State Mm. and go Arkansas, Mississippi State, Vandy, Ole Miss. Um, Just because Vanderbilt, they're a good team. They are good offensively. But last year, I mean, as we all know, they rode on Jack and Kumar. And they're both gone. Now they've got Christian Little; he's really good. They've got really good guys. It's just, I, I think there's going to be a little more fall off than they expect there to be. They're still going to be great, but Pete, yes, Peter, this is
1: me contributing. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you guys see the video of Jack Lada throwing a bullpen today?
2: No,
0: oh, I wish I did. oh
1: my God, my is Rangers gear, Rangers gear.
0: Oh, oh, stop it.
1: Quad-zillas. is this the
0: first this is this the first look we've seen in gear
1: this is the first time i've seen him with shorts on and he looks like he's been squatting the house
0: he's always that boy that. Has tree trunks
1: check out that video please
0: oh my gosh does he he like legitimately has tree trunks his legs that tree dude's muscle wow thank you oh yeah he's he's in the oh he's in the gear i was just thinking How Like literally yesterday, I was like, wow, we finally get to see Jack Leiter pitch in some minor league games this year. Because we didn't see anything last year. And I am so excited to see how that translates.
2: What do you think when you think of Mississippi State? Landon Sims. So last year we saw him as the the closer, as the lights out, like absolute monster on the mound. However – He also showed us that he was capable of going like multiple innings. So this year, we should see Landon move from the bullpen, at least to start. We don't know how long it'll go, but at least to start, he'll be moving from the bullpen to starting. What
0: I find interesting about that is D1 Baseball has him listed as
2: the number one starting pitcher. Yeah, the number one starting pitcher. And he's not one. Or he hasn't been. Wow. Yeah, he's that good. He has the stuff. It's like, he's got command. He has poise. Like, he's he just looks good on the mound. He he does a good job. But, like, he was so good last year. He was so good. He was, like, 5-0 and with his record. He had a 1.44 ERA. He had 13 saves. Um, his strikeout-to-walk ratio was, like, 100 to 15 or something. Like he's really, really good. And like I said, he's proven he can go like multiple innings. Now we'll see if he can, you know, stretch that out to what we think of as a starter. I don't know.
1: Don't fix what isn't broken.
2: Also, Mm. that. So we'll see. I mean, you're not kidding.
0: He did not get a single start. The last two years in 2020, he had seven appearances, no starts in 2021, 25 appearances, no starts. And he's projected by D1 baseball to be the top starting pitcher. Yes. In all of division one college baseball. That is Mm. wild and kind of confusing.
2: um, He's got the stuff. He's got the stuff. It just depends on what they ask of him. I mean, if yeah. they only ask for four or five, he's got, he can do that. He's done four. I looked; I don't remember how many times it is, but I mean, it's like a handful of times he's gone four innings. He probably feels decently comfortable there. Now, stretching yeah. that out further than that, I don't know. I guess we'll see, but he's fun to watch. He is fun to watch.
0: Can you break down the, what changed with the transfer portal? this year.
2: Okay. So transfer portal, they, okay. Everybody gets that COVID year. Okay. Um, From, from everybody gets an extra year of eligibility for the COVID year. Okay. But then for the transfer portal, you no longer have to sit out a year. So you can transfer and you can start playing immediately. You're good to go. So like LSU, Jacob Berry is coming over. To his coach baby to Jay Johnson. Following Jay Johnson. Jacob Berry is one of the best hitters in college baseball.
0: Didn't he hit like 358 with 17 home runs last year? It was
2: so ridiculous.
0: It was something like that. I think, well, let me look. No, 352. Very specific numbers. It was 352. I got, I knew there were curves in the number. But Pete, I had to look up. I didn't know like home runs in college baseball is good. And I think the leading person last year had like 28 or 26 Mm -hmm. home runs, maybe. So, 17 yeah. home runs is a pretty good um, – Yeah, he's
2: a switch hitter, too, and he's one of those switch hitters who's, like, very balanced. Like, he's got power from both sides of the plate. His swing's, like, almost identical from both sides of the plate. He mm-hmm. needs, like, a little defensive development, but I'm sure he'll get
0: that. Okay, so uh, Stanford should be pretty good this year. Oklahoma
2: State's number Brock seven. Jones. Uh, Brock Jones plays for Stanford, and he is – cocky sob Mm. and it's the best thing to watch and that's a guy we could see going in the first round
0: this year too yeah
2: for sure he's um a two sport guy up until like this season so he played football last year at stanford he's known since like high school that he was probably going to end up being a baseball guy but he he had a chance to be drafted out of high school he decided to go to Stanford. He played football. He played baseball this year. He's doing just that. Um, he had 18 home runs last year. He had 14 stolen bases, and his interviews are so fun because he like. I was reading something today, and they were like, "You know, what is your best asset? Like, we know you're a good at hitter. You're good defensively. You're a clubhouse guy. Like, what's your best thing?" And he was like, "It's my confidence." like i'm just Dang. I don't think i can do anything i'm just really confident he does not look like that that he would say that he
0: looks like a very a very nice respectable young man
2: no way we have to he's very different from there hold on hold on we have to do an update cuz brock has a sleeve and a mustache now oh my gosh <laughs> okay so also he was a safety i looked
0: it up there you go so, do you want to dive in to the
2: players that you wanted to talk about? We can run through it quickly. As I was going to say, we've touched on a couple, but it doesn't matter. I want to talk about Sam Highfield. Mm. He plays for NC State. NC State, if you don't know, last year during their Omaha bid, they made it to the semi So, when there's, there's four left, um, they had some COVID issues. They ended up being pushed from the tournament, disqualified because they didn't have enough players. And Vanderbilt then went on to advance to um, the final round where they played Mississippi State and lost. Now, do you imagine before all that happened before they left, um, they are they played what we call the Pack thirteen game? Was the day before they were disqualified? They These don't, don't confuse players. me
1: anymore. Is uh-huh. there something called a Pack thirteen, or is there not something called a Pack uh,
2: thirteen? It's a nickname. Okay, they're the Wolf Pack. So they had 13 players available for a game, Peter. That's it. 13 pitchers, yeah. catchers, ball players, outfielders. They had 13 guys that they could bring on the field, and that's all they had. I love it. And this was the second game of what should have been a three game series. So the first game, Sam Highfield, he's a pitcher, by the way. So he pitched against Jack Lyder in that first game, outdueled him, NC State won. Second game, The game was supposed to start at one at like 1250. News starts breaking that they don't have enough guys. They've got all these people got to sit out, yada, yada, whatever. Coach goes to Sam's like, hey, I need you to play first base. He pitched today before he was like, you got it. No problem. I'm there. They're about to face Kumar Rocker. Sam goes four for three with three singles, two of which were off Kumar Rocker. He had had five. College at-bats, none of which were in the 2021 season up until that point, and he went four for three. Two singles off Kumar Rocker, like, absolutely came to play. He They interviewed him after, and he was like, I'm just willing to do whatever I can to help my team be better. He's just a writer for that team. And if anybody's coming into this season with a chip on their shoulder, it's NC State because of what happened to them last year. And that, like, fire is going to carry them a long way. And Sam Highfield is going to be really fun to watch the whole time. He's just a really good dude. Love that they're ranked in the top ten. Yes. He's he's really good. And then, so, this next guy, I only found him recently. I have never watched him play in-game. I've found, like, watched video. I've done Cape Cod stuff, but I've never watched him play in-game game so I'm very excited to watch him this season it's uh Trey Dombrowski
1: any relation to Dave Dombrowski
2: you know I don't know I didn't dive that deep maybe okay I mean it's not like it's Smith or something no you're right so he's a junior this year he like maybe changed his life in Cape Cod this summer he, like, learned everything. He had a 0.85 ERA in Cape Cod, which, I mean, obviously that's a short amount. Of, I think it's like 20 games, not a lot of games, but still. Mm-hmm. um, He walked two batters all summer. Oh, and fun fact, he has not given up a homer since he was a junior in high school. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: like, no big what deal. What was his name? Um, Trey Dombrowski. And where is he? Monmouth.
0: Monmouth. Exactly.
2: Wow. Wow. You exactly. Really like, I just happened to stumble across him. So he, like I said, the, this last summer just absolutely found it. Hopefully it translates and we can see it again in the spring. I really hope so. He got their Pitcher of the Year award. at some like BFC White House Pitcher of the Year. It's The Capes Pitcher of the Year. Who previous winners of that were like Chris Sale and Shamanaya. So, he's in good company there. Mm -hmm. He's I'm very excited to watch him play this year. And, I mean, that's a smaller school that you don't hear a lot about. But he got Um, a lot of attention this past summer. Next is Tennessee, Drew Gilbert. Okay, this Tennessee team, they won the SEC tournament last year. They're coming back this year. They're a little more experienced. Tony V is really building. That's the coach at Tennessee. He's really building. Tony V. Tony Vitello is building a baseball culture up there. They love those games. And they have a lot of really. They have an Aussie on their team. Peter?
1: uh, Spence.
2: Yeah. So, Drew Gilbert, he is a two-way player for Tennessee. Um, He played in all 68 games last year. He was the only guy on Tennessee to do so, to play in every single game. He has lots of power. If you remember from the College World Series last year, that like epic backflip to the moon walk-off mm. homer, that was him. That was Drew Gilbert. Like he hit a walk-off grand slam and backflip to Jupiter and ran around the bases flexing like he should have. But he's – that kind of player, like he plays with a lot of motion, he's an absolute firecracker on the mound. I don't remember what game it was, but he was pitching and he hit a guy, like obviously wasn't intentional, whatever. He turns around, like screams his head off into his glove, throws the glove down, picks it back up, turns around, walks on the mound, and acts like nothing happened,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like no big deal. It, it was, he's just like. An emotional baseball player. That's all there is to it. Love that. He's, he's fun to watch because of that.
0: He told you about the blitz ball tournament that we just did warehouse games. It's so much fun. And we were able to do that because of our friends at draft Kings and NFL season's over, baby, but there's still basketball until we get to baseball and DraftKings Sportsbook is the official betting is an official sports betting partner of the NBA and what they have going on right now is a really, really good deal. So all you have to do, you bet $1 on any team and you get $150 in free bets. If that team wins and we've done uh, breeds like this before, like it's literally that simple. If the team that you pick wins the game after you bet one doll hair, you get 150 doll hairs and free bet credits. So DraftKings Sportsbook customers, you can also bet on the NBA with single game parlays and you can combine multiple bets from the single game for a bigger, even bigger payout. So the more legs that you add on to that, the more money that you'll be able to win. And as we all know and love, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code JOHNBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports winning partner of the NBA. Must be 21 and older and physically present in New York. Eligibility restrictions apply. Minimum $5 deposit. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full details. Gambling prob- problem? Problem? <laughs> Call one eight seven seven eight hope ny or text hope ny which is numbers four six seven three six nine.
2: DraftKings Sportsbook. I think on Friday there's like two hundred and twenty games. So if you want to like keep up with college baseball, it it's there.
3: Do you have a World Series, College World Series prediction, so that we can clip that in six months Ooh. when it's right?
2: I, what if, what if I give you? Can I give you my? My my semifinalists. Can I give you four? Hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, then just pick two to win. So it works.
2: But but <laughs> I don't know who. It could be anybody. Texas, Vanderbilt. Wow. NC State. Oh. Um, Mississippi State.
1: Okay, and then who plays who in the final, and who wins? <laughs>
2: Texas and Mississippi State rematch from last year's semis in the finals, and Texas wins it.
1: Wow, number one ranked all the way through. Yeah.
2: and you said preseason rankings. Preseason okay. rankings don't mean anything. They really don't. However.
1: Contradiction. <laughs> However. <boy. contradictions. laughs> just really good. Was
2: Texas really is the best. <laughs> they are they are the real deal. Also, I'm a genius, so Texas fans, I'm sorry. You're in what? i'm a jinx
0: so oh oh i thought you said you're in jeans i'm sorry and i was like interesting <laughs> i do not like denim but okay Aussie lingo baby let's hear it
1: okay choice of two no wakas or sanger i think i've done sanger before
0: i don't remember sanger
1: okay sanger like or no wakas sanger sanger sanger.
0: sanger um a hammock mm. He doesn't know what a verb or noun is, so don't ask.
2: Got it. Okay. (laughs) That could be anything. Uh,
1: Yeah, you just got to go
0: with
2: the first thing in your mind. Like a hat, but not like a baseball hat, like a hat, like, you know, like a vibe hat.
1: Love it. Like to keep the sun away. I like that. Good guess.
2: Say the word again. Sanger. Love that.
3: Going to put my sanger on. Okay, ready?
2: Yeah, see, it works.
3: Um, I'm going to go with... um, you have the most random guesses. Can't wait for this. <laughs> I'm going to go with a potted plant. Ostrich toe. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's wrong. Uh,
1: it's just, we just, we. it's sandwich. I know. It, it should be more exciting than that, but it just means sandwich.
0: I kind of like the everyday terms, though. Yeah. You want
1: to meet me for lunch for a sanger? Yeah, let's go grab sanger. a sanger. sanger. Do y'all
0: say sandwich there?
1: Yeah, I mean, if we're being formal...
0: But
1: yeah oh. we're having a conversation oh, okay
0: so that's like wow or
1: you can have like if you can even on menus you've seen it written where if you want a steak sandwich it'll be steak sanga.
0: so sandwich is fancy and sanga is it's casual. not so much
1: fancy it's just we like to shorten and abbreviate every single yeah word like i say
0: sammy for sandwich
1: that makes more sense than sanga, Sammy, really. french but...
0: fries nuggies tendies <laughs> I'm too.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say, that's what I've been saying. What do you want yeah. to eat, baby?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, listen, talk to Casey Lynch about trying to find a restaurant for dinner.
1: <laughs> really? Or
0: trying to eat a meal with me because I eat so slow. <laughs> He'll be done with his meal and I'm still taking my salad butts out of my salad because I don't like the butts and salad. I just take up too much ranch and that ranch belongs on the actual leaves than the water vessels.
2: There you go.
1: I got to tell you. I got to tell you, girls.
0: All righty. Braves Ashland on Twitter and on Instagram. Yes. She literally, guys, churns out college baseball content, a bunch of content, but like she obviously knows herself with college baseball. So, like, she's a great college baseball resource. She just said she's doing the 40 players, but it might be six on day six. It's not. It's fine. Right You'll get them. They just might not be yeah. on a day. But like, seriously, you just worked a full day. So thank you so much for coming on here. I hope you can Absolutely. go um, me. eat dinner and yeah. relax after a hard stay work.
2: Thank you guys for having me.
0: College ball starting this week. Uh, maybe I'll be keeping y'all posted on it from today. Maybe Ashlyn will come back on. Uh, Peter knows the Australians in college baseball. Thank you guys so Perfect. much for watching and or listening. We appreciate you. We'll see you next Wednesday. Farm on, farm off